we are going to be discussing the physiology of vitamin D. We're going to be talking about the absorption, the digestion. We're going to talk about dosage. We're going to talk about what it does for your body, how we synthesize it, all kinds of crazy stuff all happening in this one video. Now, I, I of course encourage you to check out the article, which is going to have all my references for everything that I mentioned in this video, as well as far, far more details in that article. So without further ado, in a short, sweet science-based video, let's jump right into it. Vitamin D, also known as calciferol, is one of the four fat-soluble vitamins necessary for our body to function. It comes in two bioavailable forms, D2 or ergocalciferol and D3 or cholecalciferol, and performs a series of different functions in the body, from bone formation via phosphorus and calcium to being a major player in immune function, interacting with genes, blood pressure regulation, insulin production, and far, far more across the body, as with many micronutrients. Vitamin D's digestion and absorption is interesting because it can be absorbed via passive diffusion, meaning it moves from a high concentration within the intestine to a low concentration in the intestinal wall and the blood, but also moves through facilitated diffusion using a transport protein. Interestingly, its absorption is heavily influenced by the presence of fat in food, so having some fat with a vitamin D intake leads to greater absorption. Upon entering the enterocytes, vitamin D is carried across the cell from one end to the other, where it is repackaged into chylomicrons and sent into the lymphatic system to eventually find its way to a variety of tissues, but mostly to the liver. In the hepatocytes or liver cells, vitamin D is metabolized to 25-hydroxyvitamin D, and once converted to its new form, it is shipped out of the liver to the kidneys, primarily, where it is further metabolized to calcitriol, the mature form of the vitamin. This mature form of the vitamin D is then transported through the bloodstream and moves across cell membranes that it encounters being bound by a vitamin D receptor, which shuttles it into the nucleus of the cell, where it activates or inhibits the regulation of important functional genes. This is where many of its actions on our health is dictated. However, vitamin D is unique in that it can also be synthesized by our body using the sun, hence the nickname the sunshine vitamin. When exposed to sunlight, a particular set of skin cells, known as keratinocytes, take up UV radiation from the sun and endogenous cholesterol to form vitamin D3, primarily, and then the same metabolic cycle in the liver and the kidneys ensues. Aside from our own synthesis of vitamin D, it can also be found in fish, orange juice, milk, fish oil, supplements, among other areas, and should be consumed around 15 micrograms, or 600 IUs, depending on age, sex, health, and for this vitamin specifically, time of year, more in the winter. Vitamin D is as safe as any fat-soluble vitamin, but certainly less safe than any water-soluble vitamin. This isn't to say vitamin D is something to avoid, but dosing appropriately is 
of the utmost importance as overdosing can lead to a series of heart pathologies and underdosing will lead to underdeveloped bones, decreased immunity, among other issues. As fat-soluble vitamins are not readily excreted, it is important to keep an eye on how much vitamin D you are consuming. More is not always better. So there we have it folks, hopefully you feel a little bit more educated on vitamin D. And like I said in the introduction, if you'd like to read more on the topic, more details, look at my references, they're all linked in the article that I have linked to this content. And with that said, I hope that I have the pleasure of speaking with you in the very next one. Have a good one. See ya.